Hello, you lovely lot. I wanted to take a moment to share an exciting announcement with you all. I will be doing a live show for Happy Mum, Happy Baby at the podcast show in London on the 22nd of May. This will be a live episode of this very podcast featuring me and a very special soon-to-be-announced guest. Get ready for a candid conversation, unfiltered truths, laughs, invaluable non-judgmental advice and lived experiences. Dive into the complexities of parenting while juggling work, relationships and personal growth and we'll be talking beyond the baby years. As well as the live episode, the show will also include a Q&A with both me and my guest. Tickets go on sale this Friday the 26th of April at 10am, but anyone who is part of the Happy Mum, Happy Baby newsletter will be getting early access to tickets on Wednesday the 24th of April at 10am. To sign up to the newsletter and for more information about the event, please head to happymumhappybaby.com forward slash events. I can't wait to see you there. Hello. And welcome to a special episode of Happy Mum, Happy Baby, the podcast. Now this week is Baby Loss Awareness Week. It's obviously a difficult time for any parent who has experienced baby loss, but it's also a time when I see the power of our community and how important it is as parents that we support each other and show that we are in this together. Over the years with the podcast, we've heard some really touching stories around baby loss from guests including Rosie and Chris Ramsey and Elle Wright and Amanda Holden, to name just a few. I'd encourage you all to go back and listen to those episodes. For now, though, here are some clips from some of those stories that I personally found really powerful and touching. When what should be the happiest news turns into the saddest it's like everything we're expecting flips upside down and becomes the polar opposite to what it should be and that's you know birth turning into death it is exactly that isn't it our human reaction to that is i cannot carry on this is this is not happening this is absolutely the universe playing some sort of horrible trick on me and it's all going to be fine and i'm going to wake up and it's going to be over and I remember this the car journey that we had home from the hospital where luckily my brother-in-law had gone down to the car and sort of hidden the car seat, you know, that we'd put in the car expecting to bring a baby home. And he'd done all of that so that we could just get back into our car and drive home. And my husband drove us home and it was like a 40-minute drive. I just remember sitting there in silence thinking, shit, this is my new reality. A loss, it's grief. It's absolutely grief. And um, as you know, you know, I think this is why we get on because mm. there's a sort of slightly dark common denominator um, where you, uh, you know, miscarriage doesn't discriminate. Um, it is across womankind. And uh, I have united with so many women from so many different backgrounds all just seeking some acknowledgement that this is grief mm. um, regardless of status regardless of who you are where you are uh, it has taken something from you mm. and it is absolutely someone is something and well, it's not something it's someone um, and you need to grieve and whether it's your first miscarriage or your fifth miscarriage no nothing good starts with at least you can get pregnant at least you have a child 
It's the difference between empathy and sympathy. Mm. I remember being in the hospital after I had the miscarriage and they said, would you like to see her? And then you know, my husband and I spoke about it and then he said, I think you should. Mm. And I wasn't even sure if I could, would be able to bear it. Right. And then they brought her to me and she could like, you know, she could, she was about that big. Yeah, palm of your and, hand. But beautiful, you know, perfectly formed, but about yay big. And there was this sense of, and I'm glad I did it actually. It was one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life, but I'm really glad that I did it because it was just looking at Tara and just being able to say goodbye. Yeah. And it meant a lot. And it's kind of like, and, and yes, I really was pregnant and this is my child. And she's no less my child for only surviving for 14 weeks. Mm -hmm. But I got to say a proper goodbye. And it meant a lot. Yeah. And they said, would you like a photograph? And I said, yes, please. So I could, you know, I could have a photograph of her. And suddenly they're just all talking about delivery and birth and, um, you know, you're, you're, you're going to have to be induced. You're going to have to have this baby now. And that's something that people, I think, really don't know. I mean, I've had a couple of friends yeah. who have gone through it and I had no idea that actually if, if something like that happens during pregnancy that you still have to give birth. Like, I had no idea that that was the case. No. I forgot completely that I would have to give birth. Yeah. That's the other thing. You go, oh, my God, I'm going to... I I have to get this baby out of me and I can't... I absolutely can't do that. I cannot do that. I don't know how I did that. It's something that people don't really know. It's only, yeah. you know, really having friends that have gone through it and realising that that's the reality. Yeah. Is that the baby, you know... The baby's in you and the baby has to come out of yeah. you. Yeah. Until it's happened to you, you don't mm. really give it any... No, respect's not the word, but you don't see it as this huge thing until yeah. it's happening. Someone will tell you, mm. like, oh, we, oh, we're not having the baby. And you go, oh, you're yeah. joking, that's terrible. And you kind of don't you know what to say, and you go, okay, and you just move on with it. But God, when it happens, it's earth-shattering. It's crazy because mm. it's everything that you're thinking about and everything you're moving towards. And, and the, what was amazing was once we sort of went public about it and told people, I was getting texts from people I'd worked with once, mm. years ago, mm. blokes going, mate, I just saw you on whatever. I've, we've just seen the post. I got inundated. Yeah. Obviously, well wishers who we didn't know but people mm. who I knew who were going oh look we, we had two miscarriages and I'm like what and they just never and told anyone yeah. we're just we are not the kind people yes there are people who don't want to say it and the people who want to keep it quiet and I totally get that and I'm not saying you have to tell people if you want to keep it quiet keep it quiet deal with it however you want mm. but we aren't the people who no. keep stuff quiet me and Rosie it was one of those things where I kind of thought you you feel like you're really alone mm-hmm but when I started telling people, so many other women said, I've had one too. Yeah. And I had no idea that it was at that time, because it was a while ago, it was before Lizzie. And I had no idea that so many women had gone through the same thing. And it was lovely because it was just a kind of like this network of women saying, it happened to me, mm. you know, the, and the, these are some of the strategies I had for getting through it and so on. I suppose the issue is that we don't talk about those things. So when Orla died, I just felt like I was completely on my own. I, I honestly didn't know that babies could die at full term in a healthy pregnancy. I, I just didn't have those conversations. I think I'm exactly the same. I would yeah. say, yeah, a couple of my friends had had miscarriages and spoken about them very briefly. They were early miscarriages mm -hmm. and I guess maybe they'd kind of 
dealt with them very well and been of the sort of school of oh you know it wasn't meant to be and and brushed it off and you know maybe they were hugely upset but didn't want to appear so so I kind of went with how they were feeling and and was guided by them on it but I was exactly the same as soon as I was pregnant with Teddy and as soon as you know I was obviously pregnant Mm. I just assumed that 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 was it you know as we all do you're pregnant and you're going to bring your baby home with you you you're checking that the gusset of your pants mm. or that first sort of pinky stain of yeah. blood uh, almost in a cycle. Like even if you don't need to go yep. to the toilet, you're any cramp uh, and there's that mm-hmm. fear. Um, and I think we've spoken about this quite a bit uh, mm. behind the scenes. Is nothing can prepare you for the pregnancy anxiety yeah. um, of you know what it is to lose a child. The community <laughs> around us were just incredible straight away people seemed so invested they they cared they were they were genuine and i believe that the public and the community really helped us through this journey by all the love all the care and all the support they actually shown and i don't think they realize how much their messages and their support actually meant to us and how much power it gave us through the whole the whole journey any dad that i know that goes through this i say the same thing communicate, 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 you know, talk about how you're feeling. It sounds cliche to say, you know, that, that you will get through, but you do whatever that looks like. And yeah, so I think, I think the more we talk about it in many ways, the the better, because it opens up that conversation, whether that's someone who's also going through it or someone who knows someone who's going through it and just gets a little sense of what they're going through. And, and just knowing that sending them a heart emoji just to let them know that you're not not wanting anything, not wanting to know how, not asking questions, yeah. just letting someone know that they're being thought of. You know, I think I think it is so important these conversations happen, and I'm I'm, I'm sure there are so many people that are grateful that you that you did share. Huge thanks to those who have shared their stories with me on the podcast. It really does take such strength and courage to do so. I know how powerful, personal and raw these stories are. So for them to be in the studio with me, it's something I don't take lightly. I know from the messages that I get that listening to them has helped so many others. If you have experienced baby loss... There are loads of places you can go to for help, namely Tommy's and Sands. To all of those mums and dads, we send you an extra dose of love this week.